Hey everybody, Garrett here from the This Better Be Good podcast. How, is that how I would say it? The This Better Be Good? This Better Be Good. The podcast. Um, unfortunately, Mike and I were not able to get together this week. Uh, we're both way too busy. Um, and uh, so, on, you know, things... Things happen, you know that. So instead of a new episode today, we're going to re-release Overlord, which is my one of my least favorite movies, and Mike, one of his favorite movies, clearly. Uh, so that'll be a fun episode. And one more thing of announcement is uh, that it, it, it is in the show notes for every episode now, but uh, we recently became a part of the Perfecta Podcast Network family and uh, super excited to be a part of that. There's some really great podcasts that are on that. You can go to the website, perfectapodcastnetwork.com. That's perfectapodcastnetwork.com. Other great, great podcasts are on there. Stuart Huff's Obsessive Curiosities and uh, The Silent Bob Show. Those are some really good ones to get some some listens. There's An Evening with the Authors, the Obtuse Angles podcast with uh, Kyle and Jeremy. Can Do with Bill Duncliffe. It's all good stuff. So if you guys want to go check that out, there's some really good other content that you guys can get to. And then also, you know, there's some great podcasts that have helped us out or ones that we've been on before. Uh, you know, those ads have played... Um, before so you've heard them and blah 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 this is me done rambling maybe i edited some of this out maybe i didn't who knows so enjoy the episode uh and hopefully back to your regular scheduled programming next week I'm Mike Logan. I'm Garrett Elzinga. And this better be good. It's the weekly podcast where uh, Garrett and myself, we review a movie before seeing it, uh, then we see it, and then we review it again after seeing it. And what you heard coming into this episode was our brand new theme song. Oh, we made a theme song. Yeah, Garrett made it. I had nothing to do with it. I'm very proud of it. <laughs> yeah, Garrett sent it to me, and uh, Andrea was in the room, like uh, the other room, while I was listening to it on the computer, and she's like... What are you watching, like a retro video game or something? <laughs> I'm like, no, Garrett made this. <laughs> What'd she say? Oh my god, it's terrible. No, she loved it. She thinks oh, it's really good. That's great. Um, the timing change was weird, so I had to, I had to. But by the time you hear this now, that none of this matters. By yeah. the time you hear this now, it'll be perfect. Yes. But, uh, yeah. Let us know if you like the theme song. Let us know if you think the theme songs are garbage. Let us know things. Yeah, just, please comment. Just, uh, send us a message, comment, whatever you do. Um, leave a rating. Thumbs up, all that crap. Um, this week we're seeing the film Overlord. Overlord. Right. Overlord is um, a film produced by J.J. Abrams and starring nobody you've ever heard of. Yep. No <laughs> point in going through. Uh, who wrote it and who directed it? Oh my god. Uh, Those are the people points. we've never heard of. The director is some guy named Julius Avery. Hey, that sounds like a fake name. I don't know. The only person I can recognize in the cast is Jacob Anderson who plays uh, Grey Worm on um, Game of Thrones. Wow. Uh, that's the only person I recognize. Everybody else is just all unknown young people. Um, pretty diverse, though. White guy, black guy, woman. Good job. Yeah. Good job. No Asians, I see. No, this guy looks familiar. John Magaro? What is he from? Doesn't matter. Oh, he does look familiar. Um, so, yeah, this is a, um, it's a movie about a small squad of... Read small, that, yeah, read that second yeah, summary. Really, I'm yeah. looking at this, and it's it's the entire movie. <laughs> a, so, a small squad of American soldiers find horror behind enemy lines on the eve of D-Day. Um, it's a Nazi zombies killing movie, is what this is. Um, what I'm thinking, here's my, my, my thing going into this movie. I'm thinking it's just one of those turn your brain off, enjoy the violence kind of films. I think so. Because, I mean, we're not, it's like playing Call of Duty zombies mode and actually trying to do the, like, the objectives in it. Like, if you've played Call of Duty zombie, knows, you know, zombie Mode, you know that there's actual objectives you have to do to finish the levels. But you don't do that. You just kill the zombies. Yeah. You're not trying to turn the switches on. Or Yeah, that happens in the first one. The second one, it's nice because you can kind of just, like, do nothing. You just kind of use the power and then upgrade your gun. Yeah, or, kill zombies yeah, and shit. I, 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 love, I love that. that. That's fun. I'd rather actually play that than see this movie right now. Uh, uh, Garrett, so let's, um, let's hear what you think about it. Uh, what do you think? Going into this thing. Same thing. I mean, I saw the first trailer and I was like, oh, you guys used a song. Cool. <laughs> like, any trailer where it's like, you know that nothing is happening, but they use a cool song. It's kind of like uh, Suicide Squad, how they used, um, what was the 
Queen song, We Are the Champions? No, it was, um... Shit. It was a Queen song. It wasn't... Uh, it, was it Bohemian? It was Bohemian yeah. Rhapsody. It was like yeah. a weird version of it, though. Yeah, they use that, and it's just like, oh, they, they time everything. To, like, Baby Driver is so great because the entire movie is, pro like, planned out to music cues. Yeah. But when you have a trailer that's doing it, it's like, it's not... That is not difficult. Well, there's because always... Because you're just putting... It, it's You can edit that without caring about a story like that's every trailer and that's what this trailer seemed like to me you know there's always trends in trailers like there's and that it by the way that trend did pick up more when baby driver came out well i would uh like in the 90s the, the trend was you know don lafontaine big bombastic voiceover in a world yeah, where it, you fart out your dick sure yeah. <laughs> um like that was the trend in the 90s 80 late 80s early 90s and then um that trend kind of died away in the early 2000s where it was just like explosions and plot and dialogue and then the Inception trailer came out and that kind of shaped the way trailers were for the next couple of years yep. it was all like bah, bah, yeah. bah, bah, all that kind of it stuff it was all sound yeah and now Baby Driver's trailer came out and ever since then all the trailers have been like themed around music yep. so I think we'll give it like two years and then another trend in trailers will come along um, backwards I want to see the backwards trailer that's like that uh, that Alien Guy 2 video from Memento that's in that one. Oh, yeah. Where he says the whole great. plot, and then he just says, all of that, but backwards. Yeah. <laughs> um, that, was just, that was for me and Garrett, sorry. I, uh, yeah, uh, just watch it. Yeah, um, there's a there's a YouTube series called Alien Guide. Um, it's on, I believe it has its own channel now. It was on Wisecrack, but now it has its own YouTube channel. But it's this guy named Garrick's Wormuloid, who uh, essentially the plot is he's an alien who talk, goes over unearthed artifacts, which are just old films. Oh, well, not old to us, but old to him, because Earth is extinct in this universe. And he just reviews them from an alien's point of view. And it's very, very funny and also really, really deep at the same time. Like, he does a yeah. deep dive at the end of each video or at the end of each clip about the movies. And it's so worth a watch. If you enjoy our listen to our podcast, which you do because you're listening to it, you'll enjoy this YouTube channel. It's very good. I like it a lot. It's Mike so good. has sent me a couple of them, and I like it a whole lot more than CinemaSins. CinemaSins has gotten so shitty. 12 used, seconds of logos. Dude, that'll kill you. I just watched Wreck-It Ralph CinemaSins. They just uploaded it earlier, like an hour ago. And How it was awful. like, it wasn't bad. He actually gave the movie a lot of props for like its heart and stuff. But like there was like the whole 47 seconds of Disney logos. Uh, Wreck-It narration. And it's like, dude, you can't just keep... It used to be like the videos were short and like his sins were more legitimate. And now yeah. he's just got all these blanket sins. Like... If a movie has narration, he sends it. If a movie has yep. logos, he sends it. That's why I stopped watching. Is that the same? Are they doing a lap? I think so. What is this, The Matrix? <laughs> yes, it is. Was it the same cat or was it a different cat? <laughs> um, this is the gathering spot, apparently. Um, That's all right. But yeah, I didn't do much diving into this movie because I kind of wanted to just go into it and just be like, hey, this is happening. Hey, that's happening. Yeah, I think that's the best thing to do is not know a lot about it and then go into it. Yeah. But, um, um, so having said that, I will fill this time in, which is why I made a list of things to talk about. Uh, so um, Cinemia, uh, which uh, we talked about, I think, two weeks ago on the, episode, on the podcast, is uh, a competitor to MoviePass. And I was talking to you about it, and I remember saying, um, oh, Cinemia is this great thing. These prices are insane. It's just like MoviePass, but better. And then we went to look up the prices, and they were not what I was saying. They, they were, were garbage. They were beans. very expensive. And I felt like an idiot, but then I was justified uh, when I found out yesterday that there's a class action lawsuit against Cinemia due to um, customers saying they got ripped off with new fees. And what happened was they took... Because it's a bait and switch, basically. Yeah, they bait and switched them. They had people sign up for, like, annual memberships for, like, you know, you pay 100 bucks for a year or something like that. And then they found out that when they'd go to the movies, they'd be charged an extra $1.80 every time they saw a movie. That's crazy to me. It's weird that they... I'm sure it's... Like I said, it's probably written somewhere, like, in their legalese fine print when you click agree that says, like, they can do that. Probably, but... I really feel like uh, companies just j shouldn't do that. You know what I mean? Yeah, the whole like idea. If, if you of went, like... if you went to a store and you paid this much for it, but then they had your credit card on file, so then they just charged you <laughs> another dollar eighty for toothpaste. Yeah, like yeah, that's, that's literally the what thing, they're yeah. doing. That's a good analogy. I'm proud of that one. <laughs> but, uh, that's really good. It's it, but then you you could hold uh, Meyer accountable for it. Walmart. Sorry, I don't know where you're listening. Probably not uh, Michigan. Yeah, not Michigan. No one, no one in Michigan listens. Most um, of our listeners are from Michigan. Oh, okay. 
But I mean, like, a lot of them are from the UK, too. So. Really? Yeah. We're, we're talking to some British people. Just lost all those UK <laughs> listeners. Yay. Well, I mean, the UK, we'll get them back. The I really UK. liked that show, and then Garrett did a shitty accent, and all of a sudden we were like, no. And then Mike did an even worse one, and then I came back on board. And then we're like, oh, this is so not posh. <laughs> Jesus Christ. No, it's Ginger. Get it? Oh! Uh, <laughs> Yeah, but then, it, whatever, I was making an analogy. I was going farther with it. But, like, if you sued, like, Walmart for that, I mean, what would happen? You don't sign a user agreement. So that's the well, you problem. you don't sign anything when you buy something at Walmart. No. So, I mean, they would, Walmart would lose. Yeah, but uh, then this thing. I think Cinemia, like I said, I think they're covered. I think they've got somewhere they in be, their print. Right? Like, if they if they don't, if they're not, they need to fire their legal team. Well, how much money do they have That's as the company? Uh, do they have more money than MoviePass? I mean, Everyone has more money. We have more money than MoviePass. I, I do, but I do have stock in MoviePass, hoping that do someone really? else. Yeah, well, in the company, hoping that someone else buys that company and then, you know, goes from there. Good luck. I mean, it, it only cost me literally $5, so I'm no. fine. And now it's worth negative $6. No. <laughs> I don't know how this time works. It's probably 4 Um, Stan Lee, uh, Stan Lee, legendary creator of a lot of our favorite Marvel Comics characters, um, passed away yesterday at the age Rest. of 95. Rest in peace, man. I think it's one of those things, too, where it's like, yeah, he's like a huge cultural icon, but like... He's 95. He lived his life. Like we're not. Yeah, I didn't. Uh, I didn't have a big impact. It didn't have a big impact for me until I was scrolling through my Instagram, realizing how many people I follow that were in superhero films, mm. and they literally all have met Stan Lee, mm. and it he meant a lot to them, and that was just like, oh boy, kind of hits you right in the heart, you know? Yeah, I um. I, I was a big fan of comics growing up, but I didn't really know who Stan Lee was. Yeah, I didn't recognize him in the first uh, Spider-Man when I saw him the first time. I was yeah, like, I didn't. Who's I wasn't guy? like one of those hardcore nerds. Like I, I had a ton of comics and I loved comics, but like yeah. I wasn't like, oh, this this one was illustrated by Mark Miller and written by uh, Stan Lee. And uh, fuck it, I, even though Stan Lee didn't write any, but like, well, he wrote old ones. But yeah, I wasn't like that into it, so I didn't really like. I wasn't like, oh, he shaped my childhood, man. It was, uh, but it sucks. I mean, he does some of the best. When our most of our time is devoted to seeing movies, and a lot of those movies are wow, based on characters created by Stanley. I uh, love this place. <laughs> it's like uh, it's like yeah, it sucks that he passed away, but I mean the guy lived such a full life. Like, he really did. Also, I want to bring this up. I know this is controversial, but okay. no one has brought it up from what I've seen. So Stanley, ignoring the the things with the nursing home. Is that what you're talking about? Oh, yeah, that's what I was going to talk about, yeah. I think. Uh, so Stanley had a bunch of allegations against him when the whole Me Too thing happened, mm. and then everyone conveniently forgot about well, it, it turned because out the allegations old. were false. Oh, they were? Yeah. Okay. It turned out that why. he was actually being abused by that nursing home. Really? Yeah. Like, uh, oh. uh, it was a lot like it was people in the nursing why did, home. Why isn't this story out there? He was about to die. Nobody really cared. No, this story should be out there. Because like, to it, me, I still had it in my head. Dude, think about, think about how buried the Terry Crews story got. Oh, yeah. Well, like, he's a guy. And then Stan Lee's an old white guy. Like, it's not like yeah. not like the media cares a whole lot about that. Not that I'm saying it's but, less but significant, but you, I mean. Do you know what I'm saying about the reversal? Of, like, when someone purports something in the news and they say, this is true, this is what people are saying, mm -hmm. and then that is like, oh, that's not true, though. Mm -hmm. The rebuttal should be page one, not page 55. Yeah. Like, the same thing happens with people who are wrongly accused. They're, they're called a person of interest by the fucking sheriff's department, mm -hmm. and then that goes to the media. The media shows that person's face all over the news, and then everyone's like, oh, my God, that guy's a piece of shit, and then they ruin their life, and then there's no, oops, sorry, that, never mind. Mm -hmm. That is never said. Like, yeah. there's no apology. There's no accountability for. There's any no false accountability. Exactly. Yeah. There, there should be responsibility, and that's once again how all corporations are just, you know. I love corporations. No, they're so great. <laughs> um, and then, of course, the Avengers Four trailer is two weeks away. I'm fucking excited. Wait, what? It is? <laughs> yeah. Oh my god. I'm pretty geeked about it. Um, I'd rather watch that than see this movie we're about to see. Oh, Ugh. stop. Avengers 4 is, it's going to be, I'm sure, better than this movie's going to be. But, yeah. But the trailer is, I'm pretty excited. Um, I think that's all we got. Uh, we're going to go in and we're going to watch the eyeballs out of this movie. Yeah. Um, so, yeah. Um, we're going to give Arbitrary you, rating, I guess? Arbitrary rating. I don't know, man. I think it's going to be fine. Let's give it a six. A six, um... 
bloody swastikas. <laughs> why does that sound like a like a menstrual thing? I don't know. Oh why. no, just, just death. That's just death what I and hear. gore. I hear bloody. I hear bloody anything, and I think of. Anyway, that's a thing on you. That's a very weird. I've got thing. some mommy issues. No, that's weird. Oh my god. Yeah, that's even weirder. <laughs> I'm she this used worse. to beat me with a bloody tampon. Ah, uh, she called me her little bumble club. Um, oh that's my. for all the Jamaican listeners. I, yeah, I know what that. That's also for me. I know what that means. <laughs> um, I'm gonna. I think this is gonna be a fun film. I'm. I, uh, I'm pretty optimistic about brain. I'm turning my brain off and being able to enjoy it. So I'm gonna go ahead and I'm gonna give this seven and a half. Uh, we're sticking with the theme of Call of Duty Zombies mode. I'm gonna give it seven and a half kabooms Ooh, out of ten. I should have used something like that. Yeah, hindsight and all that. Hindsight's twenty twenty, and uh, I'm I'm Baba Wawa. <laughs> what? You say Baba Wawa? Yeah. Tw- what does that mean? It's uh, the thing from you. What? You never watch SNL? Go to Radner and play Barbara Walters, but she would be. Oh, I, I'm oh, Baba Wawa. I'm Baba Wawa. Okay. okay. Oh yeah, that's 2020. what I was. Well, twenty twenty and Baba Wawa. Yeah, but she wasn't on twenty. What was she on? Sixty minutes, I think. No. Nope. Wait, what was she on twenty one twenty? Dude, what's she on twenty? Google this shit. I don't know. I didn't. Watch I'm John Stossel. Give me a break. I didn't watch Barbara Walters. Um. So listen to this trailer. Before the trailer, though, we're going to give you a little promo video for our friend of ours podcast. We're going to give you a preview for a preview, everybody. Yeah, a friend of ours, uh, Matt Harper and Mandy Lane, have a podcast called Another Episode Podcast, which we've actually been on. I think it was episode four we were on. It was something like we that. Were, we walked, talked about, went in-depth, actually, about the movie uh, Groundhog Day. And the podcast is a good listen. They go, he goes pretty in-depth. He does his research. He has uh, clips that accompany like, things. He's, he's very good You're at what You're having a doing. preview for the preview for the preview. I'm previewing. Let's just, the, let's just let the, the man teaser. talk the for himself. The trailer. Listen to this preview, and then listen to the trailer, and we'll be back in a couple minutes. Hey, everybody. I'm Matt. I'm Mandy. And we want you to listen to another, another episode, episode podcast. podcast. Each week, we bring in a comedian to help us talk about our awkward teen years. And the movies that got us through it. We talk about movies like Stand By Me. Clueless. Little Shop of Horrors. Baseballs. And so many more. You can find us on iTunes, Podbean, Stitcher, and anywhere you find your podcasts. So we look forward to you joining us on another, another episode, episode podcast. podcast. <laughs> Keep that. Three months ago, I was cutting grass in my front yard. And the mailman shows up with a letter from the army. Now I'm here. No idea where I'm gonna end up. Questions aren't good answers. There's a lot of soldiers out there, and there's only four of us. Find out what's inside that compound. Welcome back to the show. Uh, we just saw Overlord. 
Um, hope you enjoyed that trailer. I hope you enjoyed listening about Matt's podcast. Another podcast. Another episode. It's oh, yeah. another episode <laughs> podcast. Um, Garrett, let's jump right in. What you think of the movie? Um, not a fan. <laughs> Could you tell? <laughs> it was... Okay. I'll start with this. This movie is an amalgamation of a bunch of other movies that did everything better. Inglorious Bastards. Um, did you see that movie that Gore Verbinski did? The, you know the one I'm talking about. Um, hold on. I'm going to look it up. Okay. Call of Duty as well. Um, <laughs> I feel like a little less uh, zombie there stuff. There were less zombie stuff than I yeah. thought there was going to be. Yeah. i got to be spoiler free, so I'm sorry. Um, let's see here. What is that movie that I was thinking of? It. No one saw it. Maybe it's because we couldn't remember the name of the movie. Maybe it's because directed it. It's called A Cure for Wellness. Did you oh, see yeah, that? Oh, yeah, I didn't see that. Yeah. That was the one with um, Domo, not Domo, um, uh, the kid from Chronicle, right? Uh, Dane DeHaan. Yeah, yeah. He was in Valerian. Yeah. I always think of him as Chronicle. Yeah. I think it's his best role I've seen him in. Uh, yeah, I don't know. I mean, it, it, it's like a mashup of all those movies. And then any war movie like Saving Private Ryan and mm. stuff like that. It's like all these things thrown into a blender with the idea of like, hey, let's make, let's throw some red in that blender and make it real bloody and gory. <laughs> and it's like it was some definitely like, oh, my God, like your eyes get big and you pull back. And it's, yeah. it's a lot of that. But it's like I expected the dialogue to be garbage. I didn't expect it to be that bad. Like there were some scenes where it was like, How's how's it feel to have something coursing through your veins or whatever? How's it, goes. it feel to have? Uh, uh, don't spoil it, well, but yeah. Well, he, the line wouldn't spoil it, but I think it would because that's like the whole idea of what the movie is built on. Sure. Like the, what all the other stuff that's happening at this tower. Like it's we'll talk about it in the spoiler-free section. But the line goes, um, "How does it feel to have something something coursing through your veins?" And the guy goes not very fucking good or something like that and then punches him in the face and I'm like wait what that you wrote that into a script no Billy Ray oh Billy Ray you know Cyrus I was on um Stu's podcast last week yes Uh, by the way I listened to I'll link it on our SoundCloud page and I'll link it on our Facebook fan page cool um but I was on uh Stu's podcast uh the LMNO podcast uh it's the most recent episode give me this pen you Um, keep I'm Bob Dole um, Stu said that uh, the one thing that disappoints him, he says he loves our podcast, let's do it all the time. The one thing that disappoints him is that we don't have a Siskel and Ebert type relationship. And I tell, I'm going to say now that this episode is for him because I love that movie. Oh, you really did? I did. I really enjoyed it. Oh. I, I thought it was a fun slosh fest. I thought that, I, I agree with you that it did, it's an amalgamation of a lot of other movies. And I think, in my opinion, I felt like, and maybe it was just me taking, putting on a pair of, willingly putting on rose-colored glasses and thinking that they went for all that schlock and they went for that cheese and they went for, like, they knew they were a B-movie and they were going to lean hard into being a B-movie. But the weird thing is it didn't seem like a B-movie at times. Like There, it there did, were certain it times when like, it took itself a little seriously. The sergeant and that, like, of course, it's like, oh, I get it. I get what this movie's going for. And then it goes, like, real serious for, like, 45 minutes and mm. then it's, like, schlock it's totally, totally, it did have. Uh, yeah. It was a bit over the place, but it, I, I bought in. Did I you mean, say it was Overlord? <laughs> like over L O R E D? Yeah. <laughs> lord. I like, I like, lord, 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 yeah, Lord, yeah. Lord, Lord, Lord. I am Lord. Yeah, yeah. Lord, uh, Wait, are you doing the Swedish Chef? No. Yeah. That's my voice for. <laughs> you were doing the Swedish Chef. Bjork, 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 Bjork. I didn't say Bork, Bork, Bork. <laughs> All right. It sounded like the Swedish. Bjork, Bjork, Bjork. If you think that. Garrett to sound like the Swedish chef, leave it in the comments section. Leave in the comments, everybody. Um, no, I really enjoyed it. I thought it was fun. I thought it was, um, I, I kind of knew, I knew we were getting into I was a little, yeah. I wish there was a little more, I guess we can't really call them zombies. No, we'll get they're into not. That. But I wish there was a little more of that. Um, there was a lot less of that than I thought there was going to be. Um, but I enjoyed it. I thought the characters were fun. They were very cliche, but I, I was, I bought into it. Yeah. Um, I could see why people wouldn't like the movie. <laughs> uh, it's definitely I mean, not for everybody, but I, 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 I was 100% on board with this one. Okay. That's you, don't, fine. you don't have to be. No, I know. I'm just like, I, for what it was, I get it and I understand, but it's like there's there's a thousand other movies I'd rather watch. Oh, you know yeah. I mean? I, like, I I'd rather watch The Evil Dead. I'm glad this was at, like matinee pricing. <laughs> yeah, for sure. There's, um, there's just other movies I'd rather watch and, uh, oh, I didn't mean to hit the table. And uh, blah, 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 blah. I still give it a six. All right. 
Well, we haven't got to the yeah. end. Yeah. All right. Uh, well, let, okay. Let's, so that let's was, talk it out a little bit That was bit nice more. and spoiler free for you guys. You got our opinion on it. Yeah, I know you're really hooked now to hear Garrett and I argue about. What we yeah, I'm this excited movie. for this. I'm, um, I'm more excited for this than the movie. <laughs> um, so if you want to not have things spoiled for you, which we're going to get into a lot of spoilers. There's a lot of them. Uh, not a lot, but like there's a lot of plot. Um, there's not a lot of plot. There's just a lot of There's things. a lot of cool things that we're going to talk about that would make you go, oh, that would have been cool to see on screen. Yeah. Um, so, so turn keep away. keep listening because you don't want to see this movie. Turn away if you don't want to listen, if you want to watch the movie first. If not, buckle up. Uh, I'm going to start um, about why I love this movie. Here we go. Like I said, I, I think they hooked me. We actually went in the movie late. We've never gone into a movie late before. Yep. So we may have missed something in the first two minutes. Um, but it starts off essentially of them. They're about to, they're an airborne troop on World War II the day before D-Day. And they have to go into this French-occupied, well, Nazi-occupied French town, and they have to destroy this control tower that will help the planes bomb, you know, the beaches of Normandy. Well, because if the tower has supplies, so they they have to take out the supply tower, I guess. Yeah, and they also have, like, they radio, radio communications. Radio communications. Yep. It's a very important hub. Um, and so the plane, the movie starts on the plane where they're, like, about to get dropped in. And I feel like we've seen scenes in movies before where uh, people get dropped into war areas. And yeah, what's that movie? Um, Live, Die, Repeat? Edge of Tomorrow, yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, the Tom Cruise. And, and like, uh, I had, this movie. was this was their excuse of their way of setting up all the characters was their interactions on this plane before going in. Yep. Um, you had, like, you had the, 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 the sergeant guy who's, like, yelling at all of them, come on, maggots, get ready. This is about to be the best day of your life. If you die, just wipe it off and keep going. That kind of guy, like, yep. uh, which is in every war movie. Yep. And I always love that kind of guy. It's very over the top. I've never been in war. If you've been in war, let me know if there's actually guys like that in the military, because I hope there is, because... Any of you krauts got a cigarette? Yeah, he did say that before he nah, died. not one, and then he gets shot. Um, and, yeah, then you've established the main characters, and they're all very cliche characters you've seen in every single war movie. You've got the corporal who needs to get the mission done by any means necessary. You've got the kind-hearted private who's all about, like, humankind, and he's very morally uh, confused about what they're doing in the situation. You've got the hotshot, loudmouth guy who's running his mouth and quippy, and you've got the nervous guy. I will stop you right now. If I was listening to someone describe this movie, I'd rather have a gun in my mouth. (laughs) Now knowing, like, having seen the movie and then you describing it this way, it makes me hate it more. (laughs) Does that make sense? No, it does. <laughs> Woo, uh, so you establish all these personalities on this plane, and then the plane gets shot up because it's World War II. Which is cool. Someone, scene was very good. Someone vomited yellow puke. That was great. I don't it's know what he was yellow, drinking. It's always yellow puke. Mountain Dew in 1942. He wasn't drinking anything, so it was straight bile. That's why it was yellow. Oh, that usually would be green, wouldn't it? Bile? It depends on your diet. Yeah, Mountain Dew. I mean, if you drink a lot of water, it might be <laughs> yellow. Uh, World War II Dew? Is that what it's called? World War II Dew? <laughs> wow. Um, Get to that tower, dude. But um, then the rest of the movie follows pretty normal army movie beats until about the second act. Yeah. Um, they, you know, the 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 group gets messed, like separated. They fight each other. They hold up in this house in France, and then they have to go inside this tower place. And when they find out, spooky things are being done by the Nazi doctors, which is a trope that's been used in movies before. Yep. Nazi Captain doctors America. are crazy. Red Skull. I love when Red Skull pulls his face off. In the movie Captain America. And it's just another Red Skull? And it's Red Skull, right? But then he has like a little patch of hair that he pulls off at the end. He's just like... <gasps> yeah. <laughs> That's right. It's a really subtle that. thing that I really enjoy. Um, but yeah, then it takes on the kind of... I wouldn't call it zombies. They're like mutated people. Yeah. They're definitely reanimated. They're reanimated, so that makes them zombies, I guess. But the, but the well, word zombie is never really used in movies. Because no. zombies trademarked by George A. Romero. That's true. Zombies regenerate from... Um, we don't know, but these are regenerated from a serum, so it's like reanimator. Mm-hmm. A um, serum derived from some tar that's under the ground in France. It's the light, yeah. It's the life essence of what's under France. That's what I was talking about with that other movie, A Cure for Wellness, mm-hmm. because these people go to this this place to become well, quote unquote. Mm-hmm. But um, what it does is it uh, they it's a big long thing. I would be spoiling that movie, but um, is that a good movie? I enjoyed it. Yeah. It was fucked up for sure, but it was good. Uh, so the point being is that 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 whole idea that there's a thing that lives under where you are, mm-hmm. it, it, I feel like it's a trope done so many times. Like it's the essence of you know something that gives you immortality. Like that sure. whole idea, the fountain of youth, that mm-hmm. whole thing. So that's what they're talking about in this movie. But the thing is not refined enough, and blah 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 blah. Side and effects. It's side I feel effects. Crazy. You just be kind of, yeah, yeah. 
And it's uh, like, oh, Jesus Christ. You, Reanimator, another movie I'd rather watch than this movie. But uh, once the, the Nazi uh, reanimated people stuff starts up, the movie picks up a little bit of steam. But it does, I think the movie's has, it does, my one, I have a couple complaints, but one of my main complaints is the tone. It's, yeah. it's a bit all over the place. There are times when it, it knows it's a B movie and it knows it's schlocky, and I think that's when it works the best. Yes. But there absolutely. are other scenes that are played straight, very straight, and very serious. Like a lot of the interactions between Ed, the private, and then Chloe, the French woman who takes them in. Yeah, a lot of their like an, all their scenes together are very serious. There's like an almost rape scene. Oh my god, that was so uncomfortable. It was very uncomfortable <laughs> because he's a Nazi, and also he's raping somebody. He's raping somebody. <laughs> yeah, to beat me to my punchline. <laughs> oh sorry. But uh, <laughs> no, just that idea. It was fucked up. And then um, the uh, boys is that his name? Boys. Boys. Boyce. Yeah. Okay. Well, they should have changed. Boyce. They should have changed his name because every time they said Boyce, I thought, "Who are these boys they keep talking about?" I was. For me, it was always like it's because it's always a white guy yelling "Boyce" to a black guy, and it yeah. sounds like he's Boyce. Like, come on, boy. Like, oh. Yeah, I thought that <laughs> as well, but I was just like, it's such a dumb name. It's such a. And Boyce. Boyce. Like, and no one in the movie enunciated the like the S at the end. It was always like it was sounded like a Z. Boys. Yeah. Hey, boys. Nope. Hey, boys. Boys. Hey, boys. Hey, boys. Hey, boys. I swear to God. It's like they said, hit the Z. Hit the Z. Hey, boys. Hey, uh, boys. No, that sounds like boys. Hey, uh, boys. Let's not have a conversation about this because it's going to take uh, for a while. Why don't you come over here, boys? Uh, okay, so yeah, and, and, and she's about to get raped or whatever, and then... Um, <laughs> I'm just going back to what, what I was Pete saying. Davidson just like no. nonchalantly. Ash is getting raped or whatever. <laughs> no, that's not at all what I'm doing. No, I just want to get back to I know, I get it, Otherwise, but the way you said it. <laughs> anyway, so she's about to get raped or whatever. <laughs> See, that's me doing that. Oh, that's funny. Anyway, so you know, she's going to say no. And uh, um, that's actually a situation where... That that is because uh, she didn't say no or anything. Well, she did well, earlier. Yeah. Well, she and said then he started kissing her. Well, then he said, uh, "Funny." The next line after she says no, he's like, "Why do I always have to go through this?" And it's like that's I don't have consent. Time like yeah. that's like that she, is funny because she doesn't want to do it with you ever. But then uh, she does have some body language that's like you know pulling away and fucking please yeah. don't touch. She me. makes it very obvious. And, but he's a uh, Nazi general, which makes me feel good because I've never been in that situation. So that's a good feeling, right? Yeah. Just the to signs see it are on pretty screen. obvious, yeah. I think. Um, oh, and my point, so it's a very serious scene mm-hmm. in a movie where someone's head bends all the way back <laughs> and juts out their, like, the, their, their clavicle, yeah. and then the skin's still around it. It's like a bone came out. There shouldn't be bones where that bone came out. I think it's like if you pull that back far enough, the, it's the top of the, the rib cage or the collarbone, something like that. Any anatomy majors, leave it in the comment section yeah, below. Yeah, please Let leave it in the comments. Let us know. If there's a bone that protrudes out of the center of your chest. But yeah, so it wasn't the, it wasn't the, uh, the what is that? The, the sternum? The rib cage? Sternum, sternum, rib cage, clavicles. Like, I think it's two. the clavicles. I think it's the two, but we're, but whatever. That happens in the same movie that a Nazi's about to rape a lady. Yeah. And uh, it's like, it's tonally just, what? Yeah, I didn't want to talk about that while she was here, so I tried to add a ton of stuff. Anyway, so a chick's going to get raped. So anyway, raping. Um, but yeah, anyway, yeah. Yeah, that was, like I said, that was the only thing I didn't like, um, was I thought the tone was a bit... Like, if they would have gone straight for... This movie would have been a fucking B-movie masterpiece for me if yep. they would have just played it straight B-movie. But instead, there were those serious notes, which did kind of knock the score down for me a bit. Well, I feel like that's what Cloverfield was. Clo- like, the first Cloverfield? Yeah. You thought it was a B-movie? I thought so. Yeah, I think it was a big movie. Yeah, yeah. that's a good one. It's a classic. Because yeah. it was marketed great. As well. Oh, yeah, the marketing for that was... That was the and first ever viral marketing campaign. I mean, yep. the first successful one. Yep. That and Blair Witch, I guess, a little bit. But I think, yeah, Blair Cloverfield Witch, totally. Cloverfield did it better. Um, oh, no, I think Blair Witch did it. You know why Cloverfield did it better for me? Blair Witch... Because I used the internet. Well, when I saw Blair Witch, I kind of knew what I was getting into. Like, I went into it like, okay, this is going to be a sweet, like, fu- like scary movie. Yeah. Cloverfield, I went into that movie excited, had no idea what it was about. Did you see Blair Witch in 99? Yeah. Okay. So did you went and everyone thought it was real? Yeah, I thought it was real. Okay. Like, I, I mean, I, I went, when I saw that it... That to me, I, I was robbed of that. So that to me... Because oh, by the time you saw it, you already knew it wasn't yeah. real, right? Yeah, see, I was so I was 13 when that movie came out. Yeah. And so like I was I was the guy I was on the internet like looking up 
fact. I was telling people it was real. Like, I'm like, no, this is real. Like, there's, like, you can go online and, like, wow. look it up. Like, they, they they sold the fuck out of that you movie. You were fake news. I was, <laughs> I was very fake news. Like, I okay, bought it, man. Okay, here's the deal, Blair Witch. These kids, they got lost in the forest. It's very real. Very tragic stuff. Oh, my God, the stones and the... <laughs> <laughs> What is this, the fifth element now? I can't think of the word crosses. Look at this. Look at the little Wicca ladies Wiccans, in the forest. They're Wiccans. They're not good. They're bad peoples. Yeah, okay. but the only reason I think Cloverfield did it better is because when I went into Blair Witch, like, I went into it knowing I was, quote unquote, knowing I was watching a found footage film about kids who got lost in the woods searching for a witch. Cloverfield, I was excited about a movie and I had no idea what it was about. And that's why I think that it worked better for me. Because I literally was like, I posted the trailer on my MySpace page or whatever yeah. whatever I was doing at that time. Like, it, all I knew was, like, the Statue of Liberty's head get ripped off and thrown into New York. That's all I knew. Interesting. Uh, yeah, so that's why I think it worked, because it had me convinced this movie was going to be good, even though I had literally no idea what it was about. Okay. Um, what about what else about this movie? Um, I just... I, I know oh, you ca- did not like... The characters annoyed the shit. Yeah, yeah, I was going to yeah. I liked the kid. Mm-hmm. I thought that, that kid was the best character in the good. whole movie. I don't think so. Um, and then also the, uh, the villain was legit. He had a good origin too. Yep. Yeah. Uh, the, the friend that, um, talked like, where was he from? New York? Uh, the sniper guy? Yeah. John Magaro? Yeah. Where's, where's he um, from? He was from the Bronx, Brooklyn, somewhere. Cause he was Brooklyn. annoying as I loved him. fuck. I loved him. Oh, Jesus. Oh, I loved him. I thought, I thought that, I thought that he really... He, that character is in every war movie. I know, and, and I, it's irritating. But I, I loved it because I feel like the, he played it up over the top. Like he overacted the shit out of it, That's and right. I'm totally okay with it. Yeah, I mean, and it's because like that character is but, so he's such an unrealistic character. Like that hot shot sniper. It's always a sniper who's like the hot shot guy. But the thing is, when you have a character like that that is going that over the top, it should be funny. There was nothing funny about this entire movie. <laughs> um. Yeah, I agree. I agree. It wasn't like laugh out loud funny. It was it wasn't. horror, and it was like funny in the way that it's meta-ish, I guess. True. But there's nothing that's actually funny, other right. than this jump scare where the kid was behind him, which the kid killed it. The kid was behind him with the gun or whatever, yeah, and, and then he, said, he fell into a picture. And he said, "Shh, well, tell, tell that kid, stop, tell that kid to stop being so creepy." Yeah, yeah, something like that. Or no, tell that kid to stop doing creepy shit. Because he goes, ah, and then it breaks the picture, and then the girl goes, be quiet, to him. And then he's like, well, tell that kid to stop, making so, or stop being so creepy or something. Yeah, yeah. Tell that kid to stop being so fucking hey, creepy. Tell that kid to stop being creepy over here, boys. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> God, it was a dumb movie. Um, yeah, it was very dumb, and that's why I absolutely loved it. Oh, man, uh, I'd rather watch so many smart movies. Let's that... talk about the origin of the villain, which I thought was really good. Okay. Um, so... Uh, the Nazis are doing experiments, and the experiments involve reanimation. The villain, uh, apparently his name was Waffner, although they kept calling him... Um, Wafer. No. <laughs> no, he called him something German. Start with an F. Fucker. Doesn't matter. Um, he was just a Nazi officer. Yeah. Um, you can always... Is it, it's weird that the Nazi officers, you can always pick out a Nazi officer because they're always wearing those long leather trench coats. Yeah. And like that weird Nazi hat. Are those warm? <laughs> <laughs> I think so. What is the benefit other Heavy than... Heavy leather trench coats? Other than looking like a douchebag. Well, Neil looked pretty cool in his trench coat skirt thing. Sure. <laughs> All I don't the know. goth kids were doing it in the 90s. I don't know. Every time I've seen a Nazi officer, I'm just like, you look like a fucking dingus. Well, I think it's just because they're Nazis. I, well, <laughs> no. If you didn't have the Nazi paraphernalia If you, you dressed like that, we would think you're a Nazi. Well, if you take the Nazi thing out of it. Like, if people just wore that So, like, fashion, if Nazis never existed and that fashion was a fashion. Yeah. You'd look like a dumbass. Unless it was the style, the I don't weird know. jacket that doesn't. I like, am, I to, am I defending a Nazi? You are right defending now? Nazis and the way they dress. Jesus Christ! I gotta stop being so positive sometimes. Yeah, um, about this movie too. So Waffner, <laughs> whatever. He um he starts off. He's the Nazi officer who like uh, tries to rape the character Chloe. So you immediately don't like the guy. He's not a great guy. Yep. Um and then he gets kidnapped by our heroes. Uh, not kidnapped. Well, yeah, kidnapped because you know they want to figure out what's inside this tower they need to get to. They torture him. They, they, they beat him up. Um, the one girl, Chloe stabs him in the leg. He then escapes after getting shot in the face. 
Oh man, we're spoiling the fuck out of this movie. Uh, after getting that's sh- all right. <clears throat> he then escapes, goes back to the lab, injects himself full of like this regeneration serum twice. Twice for some reason, um, which is must be the key. Oh, it's the key. Um, and then he becomes like this superpowered supervillain. I thought it was a very natural origin. Like it made sense. Like he didn't want to die. He wanted to try this stuff out. And then he got this god complex, which all men do in bad guy parts and movies. Oh, absolutely. Also, all bad guys are rapists. I am a god. Um, Shut up. But yeah, I thought that was a really good natural way to create a villain. Like, you, you didn't like him. You didn't like him before he became the real bad guy, and you really didn't like him afterward. Um, Wyatt Russell, uh, he did fine in this movie. He played Ford. He, he, was, was, he was the corporal. And uh, he was in an episode of Black Mirror where it is the probably one of the strongest performances I've ever seen from an actor. Him and um, really Daniel Plainview. No. <laughs> I've abandoned my boy. <laughs> I've abandoned my child. <laughs> Alright, people are staring at you. It's funny no one looked at me and then... I've abandoned my boy! <laughs> okay, that's very loud. Uh... <laughs> I'm an oil man, you see. This is my son and partner H.W. I drink your milkshake. I have a milkshake, and you have a milkshake, and I have a straw, and you have a straw. My straw reaches all the way over here, and I drink your milkshake. I drink it up. Goodbye. I'm your ride. Thank you. Thank you. This might be the best episode we've ever recorded. See, no one's impressed. (laughs) No one cares. (laughs) Yeah, no one cares. See, nobody cares. <laughs> Academy Award. We got an Academy Award over here. See, nobody cares. Nobody cares. <laughs> All right. Um, yeah, and then uh, on Black Mirror, him and then uh, he was in Get Out. I can never remember his name. Daniel, Daniel Ale- uh, fuck. How Ale- do you pronounce it? I'm a bad black person. Um, no, you're not. Aleo? Aleweo? Uh, something weird. Okoyo. There we go. That's not it. I know. <laughs> it's A-L something. Aloeo. No, it's O-L. O-U, isn't it? No, no. O-L? Ole, Oleweo. Oh, it's K-A-L-U-U-Y-A. Kaleweo. Kalua. Kaleweo. Daniel Kalua. Get drunk, <laughs> Kalua everybody. Kalua <laughs> mudslide. <laughs> Daniel Kalua with a splash of milk. All right. Yeah. Anyway, him on that episode of Black Mirror is really good too. I've heard that. Uh, I've heard that he's really good on that episode. Both I, those. I didn't know that yeah, but uh, he's really good. He is in an episode about um, trying to, uh, like, this company has a thing that they can put you in to. It's like a simulation for the the to trying to scare you. Mm-hmm. So it's the scariest experience that you can possibly have. So he signs up for it, and it's fucked. Uh, Do you know which episode it is? I think it's in season two. I have to watch that. Season four just aired, right? I don't know. I don't watch that show. Okay. I think it's season three. It's on Netflix, right? Yeah. yeah. You should watch it. I'm it's really watch that good. Episode. They're all like self-contained episodes, right? Yes. Yeah. Yep. But they're all connected in some sort of way. Sure. It's interesting. Right. Anyway, so that, uh, he was good. And in the movie though, I mean, it was fine. He was, he was very fine. fine. Yeah. It's fine. Now, nobody it, really stood out to me. No characters. The kid. No, I'm kidding. The kid uh, was fine. The girl was great. I think they all played their parts well. Nobody stood out. Voice was fine. No, which is funny in juxtaposition to Bohemian Rhapsody. Like, everyone crushed their performances. Yeah. Really, really good. Mm-hmm. This movie, not, not so much. This movie, you know, it's the thing is, like, I think this movie is one of those things where it's like, it wasn't awful. Like, no. the acting. It was just very, very serviceable. And I think, I don't know, I think it worked. I think when you're given the, the, the kind of stuff that they have to do in that movie, you don't want to go too, you don't want to go too uh, over the top. You don't want to go too tibbit with it. <laughs> like, yeah, dude. That, but I, I loved it. I, and I, the idea, too, that everyone else is pretty, like, okay with their roles. Like, everyone's kind of, eh. And then his is, like, over the top. It's like he's in a different movie. It's also not funny. It's like, I, I wanted him to die. <laughs> Until he formed the kinship with the kid. And I was like, well, now you can't die. He's the, the kid's only, dad. He was the only character with an arc. The only one. The only one. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. And you hated him. <laughs> and uh, Ford sacrificed himself, so. He did, yeah. After he became a weird super mutant guy. Yeah, he injected himself. What if he didn't, though? What if he didn't inject <laughs> I'm kidding. He totally did. <laughs> he definitely did. Because it didn't show him do it. It just showed they him. They showed, like, his body up. healing yeah. and stuff. Um, 
Um, yeah, also, I mentioned uh, Jacob Anderson, the character who plays, uh, the guy, actor who plays Grey Worm on Game of Thrones. Oh, yeah. Was in this movie for a grand total of five minutes. Which I was happy, because he annoyed the shit out of me. He got blown up Talking about good. that cookbook that he's going to make. You know, oh, my he God, was probably, I don't give a shit. Like I said, all the characters I said are cliches, and that character, he was one of those characters who's writing a book. And like he can't wait to go home and publish it. And yeah. He, and immediately, it's like, oh, he's gonna die. And like, there's had, no, yeah. there's no way he's not gonna die. Like, and we hey. had the photographer too. Like he looked pretty long. Actually. He did. Well, the thing with the, the him talking about the cookbook, the cookbook talk lasted so long. Oh, it was not that long. It, it, it was, was like a minute. It was a minute, but it was also like following a scene where like everyone's kind of like getting into the like regrouping, and then there's mm. a big long talk, and then Tibbetts being his fucking self there. Oh, you could write a book? I thought you was ignorant. Yeah, I thought you couldn't read. I thought you couldn't even read a sentence. It's, it's like, really? He's in the military. Well, you don't have to read. Your punchlines are stupid. In the 40s, you don't have to read to be in the no, military. No, not technically. You just get a thing. Well, how do you read the draft thing in the mail? No, your mom does. Okay, Timmy, it says here you're going to have to go overseas and fight the Nazis. Wait, why do I got to fight who? Why do I got to fight stupid? I'm not fight no Nazis. Why? I don't, I don't want to work on a team with a fucking cookbook guy. Hey, how about you just make some lasagna, okay? I don't want to eat. I don't want to go over there on empty stomach. I don't know, Timmy. I don't know if you can do that. Now, you know what? The only way I go over there is if I can just be a crack shot and a wise crack. I want to be both kinds of crack while I'm over there. Hey. Also, why do you keep calling me Timmy? My name's Tibbet. You know it's that. definitely Tibbet. Definitely Tibbet. I, oh. I don't know, Timmy. Also, I don't know if you can tell, but we got like a golem thing going on with our two personalities. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Tibbet. Okay, so yeah, this movie was shit. Oh, all right. It wasn't the worst, but also it was. Uh, it wasn't Happy Time Murders. <laughs> yeah, you know what's funny? I was talking to someone who loved that movie. <laughs> Happy Time Murders. Oh, it was terrible. Oh, uh, I love that guy. Uh, somebody liked that movie. Yeah, I'll tell you who off the off air. Satan. <laughs> no. Gollum. Dirty, dirty tricksies. Oh, for, like first half, no. Second half, little Kermit. Kermit the Frog here. Kermit the Frog here. It ain't easy. No, it's not easy. Kermit. This, this is going off the rails, Garrett. Yes, it is. What do we get this movie after seeing it? I'll stick with the six. I'll give it six. Um, I'm trying to think of other things in the, in the Call, Call of Duty game. I've been trying since the moment that you said yours. Kaboom. It's the only real memorable one. No, there, there's a couple. It's, uh... <laughs> okay, I give it six, uh... You need a little revives. There we go. <laughs> there we go. Um, I'm gonna... You're gonna hate me. I'm gonna give this movie nine. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, I really enjoyed it, man. I loved it. I thought it was fun. I might see it again. Um... I hope you. I I genuinely hope that you see it again and then realize uh, that I was right. Dude, I'm not. I'm not discrediting anything you're oh, saying about I know. the movie. I just enjoyed all that stuff. Oh my god. <laughs> I like. I like B movie stuff. I like corny. I like cheesy. I like schlocky. And it was all of it. I do too. But uh, to a certain extent. You know, it's one of those movies where it's like, if we were to do, uh, we used to do Garrett and I and our friend Stu used to do a show called Dicks and Flicks where he would make fun of a movie. Yeah. Um, and I think if we would have gone into this movie doing dicks and flicks, you would have enjoyed the movie. Oh, well. Because I think your expectations would have been so low. Okay, so here's... Okay, so I I agree, but uh, we also did The Room, which The Room is a bad movie. Very fun, though. Very fun, but it's still a bad movie. Oh, yeah. But I would give The Room a three. The time around it... Like, recording this episode is some of the most fun I've had. Mm-hmm. Recording this episode doesn't make the movie better for me. Sure. It makes the time around it fun. Mm-hmm. Uh, another example, um, what was the Overkill? The oh, Ar- yeah. Aaron Norris movie. <laughs> that was great. That movie <laughs> is bottom ten. It's the worst movie I've ever it's seen. One, it literally is. It's really bad. It's a one out of ten for me. Is it ironic that it's called Overkill and we just saw Overlord? Hey! Well, both over the top. Hey! Speaking of Sylvester Stallone, I don't know. I got no second. Over the for top that. is a shit movie too. Oh, you don't like sweet trucker redemption stories about arm wrestling? And no, I'd rather watch kids. Tango and Cash. Just kidding. Uh, no, so Overkill, a one out of ten for me. But right. that doesn't mean that the time around it is fun. Sure. I literally, I mean, and this movie's like a six because there's some cool things in it, but mm. whoo boy, I never want to see it again. I'm giving it a nine. I'm giving it, give it nine. 
can't think of anything. I can't think of any sweet Call of Duty things. I'm going to give it nine German effeminate Nazi doctor glasses. Oh, boy. Out of ten. Uh, I loved it. I think it's very fun. I think if you can turn your brain off, you can enjoy it. Just don't think about it when you're watching it. Try not to think about anything. Because there's a lot of times I question things. Like, one of the main decisions in the movie, fucking, is one, the character Chloe gets a flamethrower and finds that you can kill these things with a flamethrower. So what does she do after she kills the first zombie? Throws it down. Fucking drops the flamethrower. Well, that's a that's a. I threw my arms trope. up. Like, I was just like, are you fucking kidding me? Keep yeah. the flamethrower. That's a common trope in movies. It's the same with in Halloween, where Laurie Strode throws the knife down, not once, but twice after stabbing Michael Myers. It's like one of those things where it's like, you've got, like, that, that weapon... Um, where it's like a fucking, it's a weapon that can kill anything, but they only ever use it once, yes. like in a movie. Yep. And it's like it's it's a phrase that I think Garrett, I think I think you and I have coined this. Have we coined this phrase? Movies got a movie. No, that's from. Um, where did we get that from? Cinema Sense. Is it? Fuck. That sucks because I really like that phrase. But I know I, it's a great. Phrase. That's one of those things where it's like movies got a movie. Like if she had that flamethrower, there'd be a lot less conflict. Yeah. So you know whatever. And there would have also been a lot less movie, which you know I would have loved. <laughs> um, Garrett, where are you at this weekend? Dr. Grin's Comedy Club, everybody. Thursday Dr. Thursday Grins. through Saturday. I'm going to be there. Uh, we have 5.30 shows on Saturdays. Come out. Say hello. Dan Cummins is going to be there oh, this weekend. Great. I love Dan. Dan is doing a live podcast recording of Time Suck. It's a podcast. You ever been on the computer or your phone, and then you just start looking at something, mm-hmm. and then you start looking at something else, something else? We used to call it the Wikipedia game back in school. You'd pick one thing, try to get to another thing from there. Dan does that with one topic, researches it to the fucking end. It's called Time Suck. It's a great podcast. Recording a live one in Dr. Grant, Dr. Grins in Grand Rapids. Super exciting. 5.30 on Saturday. Yeah, do that shit if you're in town, guys. I'll be in Pentwater, Michigan on Friday. And That'll be fun. Ithaca, Michigan on Saturday. Ooh. Yeah, Ithaca. Make some money. Fucking do you have merch? It. I don't have any merch. Dude, yet. you got to sell merch. I know, I know. I, I've been telling myself that for a while. You could be crushing it with your merch. Yeah, Just get, get one that says, uh, put it in the comments. <laughs> <laughs> we should get merch that says put Dude, it in the comments. Dude, we should. No, my merch is going to be, I already have, I know what it is. It's going to be um, beer koozies that say all these cups are mine. Oh, that's great. Yeah. Oh, that's um, really good. Yeah, I just haven't done it yet. Why the fuck not? Nah, I'm fucking What are you waiting on? I don't know, really. Jesus Christ, get that order in today, today, right now. Um, now, that you're, now that we're talking about it, it makes no sense for me not to do it. Um, that's it, guys. All Paul. these cups are mine. It's good, right? <laughs> <laughs> um, well, then you're going to get someone that says, what if there's a bottle in it? <laughs> I'm just doing Chris from that episode. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Dad, what if there's a bottle in it? Dad, what if it's a cat? That voice, man. I don't know, Dad. (laughs) Hey, follow us on Twitter. (laughs) At TPPG Podcast. Um, Like our fan page uh, on Facebook. Ooh, okay. Uh, subscribe, follow, rate us, comment, all that good stuff. We might have some big news next week, too, by big the way. Big news, everybody. Um, so uh, thanks for your continued support. Um, tell your friends about this show, guys. We, uh, If your friend is at work all day, sitting in an office, bored, give them this podcast. If they're on the road a lot, give them this podcast. If they're a professional airline pilot, don't give them don't this podcast. Don't listen to the radio while you're flying planes. <laughs> uh, <laughs> this is, it's, a great, it's a great podcast because, uh, you know, we do it and... Uh, <laughs> We enjoy it. Yeah. I've got the giggles Don't right now. I'm so sorry. Anymore. All right, I'm Mike Logan. <laughs> I'm Garrett Elson. <laughs> and this brother we got. Okay. <laughs> All right, you want to try it again? I'm Mike Logan. I'm Garrett Elson. And, and that, that was, was good. <laughs>